Hello and welcome to the ISBA BursaCast, covering the period 28th of October to the 3rd of November 2022, and featuring the latest operational and regulatory issues impacting on independent schools. If you have any questions, please email office at the isba.org.uk or refer to bulletin number 7, which is available in the ISBA reference library. We're going to kick things off with a brief announcement letting you know that the ISBA is running a briefing session over the course of a day which outlines the threats to schools in the sector over the next two years and suggests ways that schools can cope and adapt to the changing business and education environments they find themselves in. The day will cover the strategic threats, the operational issues and will end with some practical suggestions for ways ahead. We see this as essential for bursars and ideal thought-provoking material for chairs and board members. We look forward to seeing you in Bradford Grammar School on the 5th of December from 11am. And now a short update from ISI, which includes the importance of updating data on the ISI school portal, particularly regarding boarding information and that team inspector recruitment remains paused, although ISI will be in touch with those that may have expressed an interest in becoming an inspector. There is also an update on the ISI consultation, which is now closed, and their report will be published in November. Meanwhile, their framework development continues with pilots at a range of schools over the next five months, whilst exploring approaches to evidence gathering, managing the inspection process, and building relationships on inspection, and then evaluating the effectiveness and feedback on the proposed framework, building toward piloting a complete inspection. The final inspection framework is anticipated to be published by Easter 2023 and on the ISI updated complaints policy, which is now available on their website and schools should note the opportunity to raise an informal complaint now occurs directly once the inspection has concluded and to raise a formal complaint now occurs at the factual accuracy check stage when the school receives the draft inspection report for comment. For more information, please do refer to the ISI website. Turning now to teachers' pensions, TPS reports there's been an issue on a small number of online re-employment and opt-out web forms. The decision has therefore been made to remove the save button, which has been linked to this issue. The forms are still fully operational but users will need to complete the whole web form in one session. And on UK Radon Awareness Week, from the 7th to the 13th of November 2022, where experts will be launching a campaign to increase awareness of radon gas, a leading cause of lung cancer. Radon can accumulate unnoticed in homes and workplaces and is responsible for over 1,100 lung cancer deaths in the UK every year. The Give Me Five campaign will deliver five simple facts on radon, related to five different sectors over five days. It is worth noting that landlords and employers have a legal obligation to assess the risk in their property. To support this initiative, the ISBA has radon guidance in document 2865 in the reference library and there is a free ISBA webinar on the 4th of November on radon risk assessments for schools. 
And now on to our top three advice and guidance questions and answers for this week. The first question asks about recruiting a member of staff who worked abroad for six months in 2020 in a country that will not provide a police certificate. In reply, if a police check cannot be realised, then using the references you have and a risk assessment, noting the Home Office guidance on criminal record checks for overseas applicants and recruiting teachers from overseas is the way ahead. If you can gain references from their last job, last UK and foreign school, if any, and or their previous employer or person of repute in that country, this will help demonstrate due diligence. It is also worth noting that checks must be completed before the person starts work and all efforts to ensure compliance are recorded. Our second question relates to ISBA's updated model parent contract and how the recent changes may be viewed in the new document, in this case document 222. Tracked changes to the parent contract and any document in the library can be viewed by clicking on the previous version, in this case October 2021 in the revisions box on the right hand side of the page and then clicking on show changes. And our third question relates to a referee refusing to answer the safeguarding questions sent to them in a reference letter. In answer, technically a referee can make a reference as short as they like, i.e. just a job title and length of employment. That said, given the importance of safeguarding in schools and the reference questions in the ISBA's template recruitment pack, any previous employer should be able to answer questions even if their current job doesn't have such responsibilities. Often this applies to potential support staff. Note that it is well worth ringing the referee, even after a written refusal, and explaining just how important such a reference is to both protect the individual and children in school. Usually they will expand on the answers, but do ensure that they are noted on file. Bottom line though, receipt of at least two satisfactory references is required and we know of schools that have turned away staff because satisfactory references have not been provided. And here we are. What you've all been waiting for, ISBA's top tip of the week, is we have recently upgraded the search function in our online reference library. Keywords can now be entered into the name box of the view all page, and users should see an improvement in the relevance of the search results. And looking forward to our webinar program for the next month. These continue to be free of charge and include webinars on Tuesday the 8th of November on social impact and Friday the 11th of November on fire safety management. And looking to our professional development programme, this continues with our HR face-to-face one-day conference at BMA House in London on Thursday the 17th of November. And our ever-popular next set of face-to-face regional meetings are on Tuesday, the 15th of November at 10am, in Kent at Benenden School, and Wednesday, the 16th of November at 10am, at EABA, Maddingley Hall, Cambridge. We are also pleased to support Caterham School's Education Evolution Conference on Wednesday, the 16th of November, in person, from 2pm to 7pm, at HSBC Canada Square, London, which may also be joined virtually. Presentations include those from Google, the Edge Foundation, and the International Society for Technology in Education, 
Booking and further details are on the ISBA website, and a 20% discount is available to ISBA members. And finally, the latest reference library additions are the parent contract letters, including a third-party payer letter, registration form FAQs, Bursa's Review HR Supplement Autumn 2022, Guidance for Maintained Schools and Academies in England on Provision for Transgender Pupils, Adults Staying with Boarding House Staff Policy, Early Years Foundation Stage Framework, and Summary of Government Guidance Updates and Weekly Bulletin Number 7. As ever, our legal guidance details are in the show notes to this episode. Thank you for listening. If you did enjoy this and found it useful, please do share it with members of your team and be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening so you never miss an update. Till next time, farewell. Mm-hmm.